up, everyone? We're four wins in June. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus here in the last couple weeks. It's but, summer break. Can you blame us? But we're back. Yeah, you can't blame us. We, we're about to start school here in a couple weeks, but well, we have to enjoy the summer break while we can. Yes, sir. Danon's been traveling all around the country. He went to my hometown of D.C. last week. Uh, how was that? Yeah, it was pretty sick. We got to see all the monuments in D.C., uh, in Virginia around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington's house. We got to see the Nationals. You see your boy Jordan Poole? Uh, I did not. I did not see him on the streets. He's probably somewhere else. You know, <laughs> why would he want to be there? I don't know. Hey, it's his new home. He's gotta gotta find his the, the good restaurants and everything else. He's gotta make it his his own. You yeah. know. I can't wait for them to say another DC three, right? That'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. That's what they say. Uh, JD for three. Because I, I went there like five five years ago. Yeah. And. We saw the Warriors and, and Wizards, and every time the Wizards made it, they were like, another DC3. That's kind of cool. But anyway. Yeah. So we're excited uh, to have you back and to have it in the studio so we can record another pod. Um, there's been a lot going on, honestly, in the NBA. It hasn't slowed down at all, so we got a lot to talk about. First of all, it wasn't really NBA-related, but it's pretty funny. We have to talk about it. Stephen A. Smith hosts a first take. Notorious for averaging less than a point in college basketball. Couldn't hoop to save his life. Hosted a basketball camp for the cost of $2,899. I just got to ask, like, do you think that's worth it? I mean, no, because, like, he's not going to teach you anything. And where did he get that cost? Like, $2,899. Like, yeah, it's kind of random. that number? <laughs> like, is it significant like, or something? Can you not round up to 3000 Like, yeah. <laughs> 2500 sounds pretty nice. What a deal. Like, they're getting a discount, you know. Yeah. $101 off. <laughs> but, uh, no, like, why would you want to do a camp with him? He's just a talking head. Like, you, you're you yeah. just paying that to see him, basically. Pretty much. Like, why do you choose that camp over, like, uh, one of the actual players' camps? Like, Steph Curry does a camp. Tatum has done a camp. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul did a camp. Or, like, them and other NBA players were there to like, help coach them. And you see a lot of cool moments, like they're teaching the young generation all these cool things. And years down the line, like even the LeBron camps, you saw players like Conley Towns and Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine and go to LeBron James's camps. And now they're uh, playing in the same league. They're competing against LeBron today. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, and even like those one-on-ones. You remember those? Like it was like Jimmy Butler one-on-one for like five hundred dollars yeah. or something. Like Brent I'd rather Andre Drummond for like two hundred. Yeah, like I'd rather do that. Like, yeah. come on. But anyway, Stephen A. He's just trying to get more money because he's he lost his partner. But I guess he's getting. Uh, yeah, he's getting Shane Sharp back. Yeah, yeah. So he's excited for that. But you know, he had the ESPN had to lay off a bunch of people. Uh, we don't even want to talk about the new finals crew because that's just going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, get to know your mute button, guys. It's going to be <laughs> brutal to listen to. <laughs> For real, though. Uh, in other news, uh, KP pulls out of the FIBA World Cup because of a foot injury. What are your thoughts on that? Is your new a- acquisition? Yeah, I mean, it's funny to watch like Celtics fans talk about it because obviously outside of Celtics fans are like, oh, like you traded Marcus Smart for a guy who's already injured and the season hasn't started. But, like, Celtics fans, before this news broke, they're like, I don't want Chris Esperzingas playing in the FIBA because he's, he's just going to get hurt like Gallinari did. And they're like, he needs to make up an excuse to not play. And then all of a sudden some random foot injury comes up out of the blue, and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, he's injured. And like, you literally just asked him to make an excuse to not play. Guess what he did? 
he made an excuse to not play. It's not a serious injury. Exactly. Like, he's just trying to stay healthy for the NBA season, like you guys want. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not worried. The report is saying the Celtics aren't worried. It's, yeah. it's a nothing story. Yeah, exactly. Why would, you, why would it say foot injury? Like, if it was specific and really bad, it would be like broken bone in foot or fractured foot or yeah. something like that. It's just an excuse, like you said. And I do understand all the Celtics fans' concern because he is injury-prone for sure. He is, so. yeah. You you you're you want him ready for the playoffs. He's the type of guy like you know, like a Chris yeah. Paul. You want him for the playoffs, but <laughs> we won't get into that. Well, we'll have all season to talk about Chris Paul and the Warriors for sure. For I'm sure we'll have met lots of things to talk about. Yes, yes. But on a more positive note, Anthony Davis got his bag again. He got a three-year, 186 million dollar extension from the Lakers. Speaking of injury prone, <laughs> good old street clothes, <laughs> but. Uh, I mean, you're going to have to pay him a lot because he's really good when he plays. It's just, is he worth it sitting on the bench half the season? Yeah. It's it's a lot of money, but they kind of had to do it because LeBron is going to be a free agent this next summer, and Bronny's coming to the league, uh, assuming Bronny plays basketball again. Um, but hopefully, he, all prayers to him and his family. Hopefully, he does well. Mm-hmm. But it's if LeBron leaves to go play Bronny somewhere else, then the Lakers are kind of stuck with Anthony Davis. And if they don't have a line long-term, Anthony Davis could walk. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was a smart play at the PAM because they have at least one star in L.A. to attract the other stars as well. For sure. But yeah. the thing that's int- I, I want to point out is now that Anthony Davis signed his extension, every year of Jalen Brown's contract, he's no longer the highest-paid player in the league except for one year. This is the last year, right? Yeah, it's our last like year. Seventy million. Like something. this year, it's still Steph. The next year, I think it's Steph, and then it's AD, 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 Jalen Brown. Yeah. So it's just going to show that people freaked out about Jalen Brown being the highest paid player in the league. It lasted what two weeks. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not going to last more than this year. But it's still the biggest contract. It is in terms of like gross money, but yeah. like average salary. Yeah. Salary. He's number two now. Mm-hmm. Um. So. And the next summer when the Tatums of the world and the other people are up for contract extensions and beads and all those other things, like they're going to get the bag even more than Jalen Brown did. For sure. So it's just the lifestyle of NBA contracts. Everyone needs to take a step back and be like, that's a lot of money. But like, it's just the money in the NBA is going up. Mm-hmm. It's going to continue going up, and the contracts are going to keep getting pushed down in value. Yeah. So by And the time Jalen Brown's in the middle of his contract, he'll probably be the 20th most valuable contract which is around where Jalen Brown's talent is. Mm-hmm. About the 20th best player in the league. That's, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you can thank inflation for that, right? Yes, sir. And and, and the the popularity of the NBA. Yeah. And I'm so always done a good job with different things that are going up. And around the world, uh, uh, basketball is getting watched more. We can see that in the FIBA World Cup. Yeah. There's more and more talent overseas. We see Wemby coming over. We saw Luka come over. There's more and more talent coming from other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and the FIBA World Cup starts, I think it started this morning, actually. Um, there's some games early in the morning. Um, but obviously the player we want to talk about is the player taking over for Team USA, which is Anthony Edwards. Yeah, Anthony Edwards has been on a tear. And everyone was saying, like, this USA team was going to be terrible. It's like all these, like, random players. But it's like, I feel like it's a good fit. Yeah. Like, they have some... It's mostly young players. There's not really any old mm-hmm. players, but all the players seem to complement each other. Like you put Reeves in there, and he's he makes everyone else better. Like he's you know pass first. Yeah. He doesn't really selfish. And then you have your bucket getter, which is like Anthony Edwards, 
And then you have all these supporting players like Halliburton, um, Jaron Jackson on defense. I think the only problem for them is their size. Mm-hmm. Um, and rebounding is going to be an issue. But I don't think that like scoring or like perimeter defense, uh, anything like that, will be an issue for them. I think they'll have a good FIBA World Cup. Yeah, they got a lot of u- really good young players. Um, and it's always the, the topic of Team USA is not only do they dominate, but like it's the Team USA tampering. So we're going to see these young guys. I guarantee you, Anthony Edwards and Tyrese Halliburton are going to team up at some point in their career. Yeah. Same thing happened with LeBron. Where do you think he got close to Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade, yeah. Team USA. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened with KD and Devin Booker. Where do you think they got close? Team, team USA. USA. Yeah. Damon Bam. Where do you think they got close? Team USA. Yeah. It's like all these young players are really enjoying it, really enjoying the experience, but they're also kind of be like, dang, I really like playing with this guy. Mm-hmm. So if organizations have to keep an eye on that. Be like, all right, we need to make sure we can try and get these players to come to us or else we're going to maybe lose our star player to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point you bring up, especially with, uh, like, the, the LeBron and Dwayne Wade. Yeah, it's totally true. That's how they met. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to talk about the quote that uh, Steve Kerr said. He was, like, talking to Anthony Edwards. I don't know if you saw it, but he was, so, like, yeah. he was like, Dwayne Wade came off the bench for Kobe, right? And then mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards was like, we don't got no Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anthony Edwards is a funny guy. He's a really funny guy. If you guys haven't watched his highlights on Team USA, you go watch him. Yeah, he caught a body too. Yeah, he did. He's insane. Um, But anyway, to draw away from the Team USA and back to kind of what's happening around, uh, one thing has been talked about a lot, two players. One is James Harden and the second is Damian Lillard. So we'll talk about James Harden a little bit first. Uh, He has some controversy with the uh, 76ers GM Daryl Morey. And it's kind of funny because both of these play like, not players, both of these individuals are kind of the same, if you think about it. Like, they've had success, but they've never won. And they both have, like, an ego, and they both kind of do their own thing. And it's just kind of funny. Like, they were best buds, and then now they're not. It's kind of like that situation you told me about. It's like when you room- when you roommate with someone... And yeah. you're, or when you're not roommates with someone or you're friends with them and you're like, oh, let's be roommates. And then you get sick and tired of them and then you leave and then you're friends again. Yeah. It's kind of like that. That's that's the vibes I'm getting. Yeah. I mean, it obviously just comes down to money. James Harden wanted his money. Daryl Morey didn't give us his, his money. So James Harden's gone a war path. I'm sure after their career's over, they're going to become friends again because they've been very close their, their entire career. Daryl Morey did right by James Harden in Houston. Uh, he did right by getting out of Brooklyn. So he's done it right by him a bunch of times. Um, but it's interesting to see the path that James Harden's taking. He's like, because the Sixers said, oh, we're not going to trade James Harden. And that day, James Harden in China goes, Daryl Morey's a liar. I'll never play for Daryl Morey. Uh, let me repeat that. Daryl Morey's a liar. <laughs> like, it's kind of immature, but like, sometimes it's like, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that was funny. I was like, well, then maybe you stay in China. <laughs> hey, he did say he wants to play in China one day. It's true. He do team up with Dwight Howard. Yeah. So Philadelphia is imploding, which brings us to the other star in Philadelphia, Joel Embiid. That's do you true. see Joel Embiid requesting a trade anytime soon? I mean, he he's kind of tough because, like, he's worth so much. It's like it's like the Kevin Kevin Durant or the, um, 
what would you say? Yeah, it's like Kevin Durant. Like, yeah. you can't really put a price tag on him. Yeah. And so, like, these teams, I don't think there's enough assets for them to trade, like, to match yeah. it up. I mean, obviously, the only team out there that probably has enough assets is probably the Thunder. They could probably throw together some yeah. contracts. Assets and cap space. And every single one of their picks. But, like, it would be so hard to trade for Joel Embiid. And like they, he's stuck. Yeah, like the KD package. Like it, it was everything the Suns had. But do you really think Brooklyn won the trade? I mean. It's hard to tell because KD hard, yeah. is that freaking good. Yeah. So it would be hard to do, but I do think Joel Embiid requests a trade by the this time next year. Yeah. I mean, he'll request it for sure, but I don't think he'll get moved. It's just um, that's just a kind of impossible. In today's day and age, you, you can pull James Harden and say, "I'm not just going showing up. Screw Daryl Morey. Screw the it's Sixers. True. Send me to OKC. Send me to Portland or somewhere else." But I don't think I don't think the Sixers have done him bad at all. Like that would just be like a total. No, but if I'm in beat, I just won MVP. Like I don't want to be in an eighth place team in the East. That's true. And without yeah. James Harden, they're not going to be very, very good. Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah, and like you said, the KD thing, like. I mean, the Nets won the trade for their situation, right? They weren't going to win with just KD. Like, you can't – like, it's proven. Like, even if he does have another start, you can't <laughs> he can't win. Yeah. He needs to have the, the best team of all time to help him win. But uh, in that situation, I think the Brooklyn Nets needed picks and needed a rebuild, and that's, mm-hmm. they got a lot of assets. And so I think they won it, and then I think the Suns won it because yeah. they're trying to – they both won. So we'll see if James Harden ends up winning his debacle with Daryl Morey. But the other big debacle in the league is the other side of the country in Portland with Dame. We got the update you guys have been waiting for. Damian Lillard now follows Peppa Pig on Instagram. (laughs) I know, I know. Ground-shattering update. I'm Daddy Pig. (laughs) Um, But no, there's been no updates. Um, The Heat think they can land Dame without trading Tyler Hero now, which I just got to know what the Heat are what they're doing down there, because they're they're smoking something fierce. <laughs> I feel like. I mean, they're going back to the the Pablo Escobar days. Yeah, over there in Miami. It's insane. Like, if you think Portland's I'm gonna thrilled. take Kyle Lowry and uh, Caleb Martin for Dame, like you're tripping, bro. For real, for real. Um, yeah, he's gonna stay in Portland, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I had to do it with the Peppa Pig. Yeah, uh, but there's not much going on with Dame. He's uh, posted some music out there. It's talking about he wants to go to Miami, blah, blah, blah. Um, he's kind of careful what he can say because the NBA basically said, hey, don't talk about Miami or else we're going to find you. Um, well, I did see this morning he, he was like in an interview or something, and he said, I'm not talking about Portland yeah. or something. So uh, he confirmed there was a trade request, which, shocker, we already knew that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a bunch of nothing updates when it comes and to that, Yeah, and that whole thing, it's like, come on, Portland. Like, he's done so much for you. Like, Give him what he wants. Yeah, like, but you're not going to trade for Kyle Lowry. No, no. But, like, a reasonable trade, like anything, you're not going to win the trade. So it's like, look for, you know, compromise. No, but, like, I want to do right by Dame, yeah, but I don't want to take the Heat's package. Yeah, but you're going to, like, I'm just saying. They like, did right by Dame by giving him the $70 million a year that like, he's getting When you're paid. negotiating, you prioritize certain things. And I would prioritize giving Dame what he wants because of what he did. They did. And that shows class. The money. That shows class. 
Well, everyone, anyone would give him money. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, they give gave him, him $70 million a year. They didn't give him what he wanted a team to help, like, to win a championship. They gave up. They, Portland's done nothing they, but right by Damian They Lillard. traded CJ. They traded their whole team. They they gave him right by giving him money, but they didn't do him you right by winning a championship. That Portland hasn't done right by Dame. They, they've done everything for Dame, everything he's, they, he's asked. But Except just because they want to accept team. the Heat's package doesn't mean like I, if I was Portland, I want to do it either. I wouldn't I, accept I wouldn't the, either. But I wouldn't accept the Heat's package. But I also would like compromise. Like I'd say like okay, the first one, whatever the if there was a package with Tyler Hero and a pick and some players, I'm sure there there was. Accept it. Like, what are you then to get? A third team. <laughs> I guess. Like trying. Get some a three-team team trade, but take yeah. Tyler Hero, give him back some assets. But still, like what I'm saying in a negotiation, I would prioritize moving Dame because that's the right thing to do. Because you know you failed as an organization to mm-hmm. build a winning team around him. You gave him money, but like, yeah, you failed in that part. And he's done everything for your city. He put like your city on the map, like recently, and you know besides Scottie Pippen when he was there. But it's like from there to Dame, there hasn't been anything in Portland. So it's like yeah. It's like, yeah. It's a hard thing. situation because I'm on Dame's side with this one. Just I'm on Portland's side because I hate the player. Heat. I may be a little biased on that, but. <laughs> um, but we, I mean, well, obviously. The heat, the heat aren't going to be there. Like, they got rid of all of their role players. So even if they got they Dave, Caleb Martin. you don't have to Caleb worry Martin about Caleb scarred me. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't have to worry about there. that monster. You have to worry about the West. You're fine in the East. No, no, no. I, I can't say that. I can't say that. <laughs> last person who said that uh, didn't work out very well. Um, but on a more less controversial note, uh, <laughs> Steph Curry has been talking. Less controversial. This, Steph Curry has been talking this offseason. He was on the Gilbert Arenas podcast where he claimed to be the best point guard of all time. I mean, what is he supposed to say? No, I'm not. I think he's supposed to say... No, he has utmost confidence. Like as a player, he can shoot any shot. His confidence level has always been so high. Like he never gives up. Yeah. So it's like, what are you going to say to that kind of guy? Like who has utmost confidence? Yeah, I'm the best player. Like if you're asking him, he's not going to be like, no comment or like. (laughs) No, you don't say no comment. You say, obviously, it's between Magic and myself. I still have some things I want to accomplish in my career. To the end of thing, you put some respect to Magic Johnson. Say. He accomplished a lot, and uh, hopefully it's an honor to be in the same conversation as Magic. But you can yeah. say you you think you're the best point guard, but like you don't just say, yeah, I'm better. I mean. you got to put some respect on Magic Johnson. I know, I know, but you're just asking, like, it's Steph Curry. Like, you're asking him, like, what is he supposed to say? No. Like, give respect to another player that he never played against? Yeah, because it was like 30 years separate. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I don't, it's just the ego. Like you have to respect that. Like Steph's, yeah, like Steph's in a bet well, on like, himself, right? Would you be saying the same thing when LeBron says, "I'm the greatest player of all time"? Like, I mean, no. You would say, "Oh, that's kind of cocky." Okay, I would. <laughs> yeah, checkmate, yeah. motherfucker. Okay, different, different players. No, 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 no. <laughs> different, but if you he, don't get to play that card. Okay, no, but if, he's a different player. But if he said that, if he said that, I'd be like, he, like, of course he's gonna say that. That's what I'm saying. That's the point I'm making. Of course, he would say that. Of course, Steph would say that. You would not say. Do that. I think? Do I think one you know says it out of cockiness and one says it out of like confidence? Yeah. 
<laughs> but they're both going to say that. We just have different reasons. Anyway, the, I mean, the whole thing with Magic and, and Steph Curry is because you're talking about traditional. What is a point guard? First, you have to f- define the point guard yeah. position. And if it's, you know, what like the Magic point guard or the Steph Curry, I, I call it the the shooting god position. He created a new he cr- basically created a new position. There's never been someone like him that moves off the ball. You have to follow around where Steph 40, 48 minutes of where Steph off the screen ball handling like he's not Draymond brings the ball up. Like Draymond's the point guard on the Warriors if you're talking about fundamental point guard. Draymond's the best point guard of all time confirmed. So so it's like yeah, like of course he's not like Magic. He's Steph yeah. Curry. He's his own like his own yeah. player, own position. It's hard to compare the two obviously because they're so different. But I think it was Nick Wright who said it. He was like, "We're gonna see another Steph before we see another Magic." Oh yeah, I mean, it's... like we already have seen other replicas of Steph. Yeah, Steph's had teammates, which are replicas of him. Jordan Poole, uh, Trey I mean, Young over there in Atlanta, replica of Steph. Well, there's definitely replicas of Magic Johnson. It's just who? not six nine. Like I could say LeBron's a Magic Johnson player. Luka's a Magic Johnson player. Jokic a Magic Johnson player. Like it's just anyone who's tall and passes, right? Like in, involves their team. So it's like, what are we saying? We're just saying a bunch of crap. Like Steph Curry is the best at his whatever position you want to call it. Magic Johnson's the best at whatever position you want to call it. They're both really good players. Steph might be a top ten at the end of his career. Um, he's already Magic top, Johnson's top he's, ten. Right he's now. already top ten right now. That's a, that's a debate for another day. You can't you can't say that he's not top ten already. But I can. I just did. But the Magic over Steph thing that that is always a debate. I think I think Steph's solidified his top ten status for sure. But that's a I guess it's a debate. We'll see about that one. But uh, so it's inspirational. More, some more exciting news. The NBA schedule dropped this last week. There's some exciting games we can get to talk about. First of all, we're going to talk about opening week. Uh, the East Coast just got disrespected. This schedule dropped. That's true. Um, it's all about the West Coast now for the NBA. Opening night, we got Lakers Nuggets and Suns Warriors. Yeah. So not a single Eastern Conference team, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of interesting because the East has kind of fallen off, if you think about it. Like, everyone from the East went to the West. It's kind of like it always switches, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it's very uh, crazy because even the beginning of last year, like, everyone's like, oh, the East is so much stronger. But then KD switches sides. Kyrie switches sides. Mm-hmm. James Harden's about to go to, to the West. Like, yeah. they switch so much. Like, as of right now, it's pretty obvious the West has more talent. But it, but that being said, you still have, like, two – yeah, I'd say two – Two great teams in the East, like yeah. the Celtics and the Bucks. Like two besides, of the top five teams are still in the East. But besides that, it's a steep drop off from there. Yeah. Especially if James Harden's not playing. Like if the Sixers are there, I guess you throw them in. But even, I, like I say, I never consider them contenders. They're just yeah. kind of there. Um, but in the West, you just have a lot of equally matched yeah. teams. It's just interesting because the Lakers game that starts, it's an early game. So it's going to be 4.30 L.A. time huh. when the Lakers game starts. They're playing the Nuggets? Yeah. And it's the game's in Denver, a, so it's Denver, a 5.30 yeah, start yeah. time locally. But people in L.A. are still going to be at work when the Lakers season starts. So it's kind of weird that the NBA would have its biggest brand start at such a weird time when you could just have the Eastern Conference game 
start then where it's 7.30 there, and it just works so much better. Well, I mean, you have to cater to the the Nuggets, and it's their choice that they put the Lakers there, but it's their ring night and everything. Yeah, so. the Nuggets do, does throw a wrench into there, but you can have them play like a, another Mountain West time. You play the Ma- Mavericks. Have yeah. them play the Mavericks first. But game. it's not like his marquee, right? Because it's like... Luka versus Jokic? It's marquee enough. Yeah. yeah. Then you have the Warriors-Lakers as your night game. You saw Lakers yeah. opening night, but... Or but you they did that last Lakers. year. They had to switch it up, I think. Well, they didn't do a lot of the same. And I'm, and I'm glad I'm not catering to the Lakers. Have it at 4.30. F you. <laughs> Stay at work. Don't watch them. Yeah, screw we, LA. We know you're fake fans. You flip-flopped it. The yeah. Warriors and the <laughs> Clippers. Anyway. Yeah, but some other opening weekend matchups that are exciting. We got Luka and the Sp- uh, face down against the Spurs uh, the next day. Uh, we got the Celtics at the Knicks. So Madison Square Garden gets a home opener, which is kind of weird considering they got bounced in the second round. Yeah. Um, but then we got Bucks, Sixers, uh, Suns, Lakers later on. Heat, Celtics rematch on that Friday which would be very exciting for me. Um, then the Warriors-Kings, one of the most exciting playoff series. You get the rematch on Friday as well. Yeah, that'll be good. I, I, I do like that Heat and Celtics one, the little revenge. That Friday's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. Two of the Game 7 series in the playoffs and little rematches. Um, so it'll be a good time. And that starts when? When does it, the season start exactly? The season starts October 24th. Okay, so a couple, a little month and a half-ish. We are, I have a countdown on my phone, so uh, it's 61 days, 5 hours, and 42 minutes away. Okay, okay, so two months. Yeah, so not that bad, we're getting close. We're getting real close. Getting real close. And then we have the Christmas games. Oh, Christmas games are so good, it's, man. It's the best. Like, like It's NFL's, near perfect. NFL tries to dip their feet in, but it's like, no, Christmas is NBA. Like, like you guys have Thanksgiving, we have Christmas. Yeah. And it's so nice. You especially, I'll say, especially on the West Coast. Yeah. You start at like what nine o'clock, and then from nine to eight, you get yeah. all the games. It's the East Coast. The last game is hard for the East Coast. Yeah. Start I remember. At I remember last year you went to sleep. Like I tried so hard the to dunk stay awake. of the year happened, and I just couldn't hang. <laughs> but this slate of games is so good. I I definitely not fall asleep this game. Yeah. Like we got Bucks Knicks to open up. Like Giannis versus Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, killer game to start her off yeah. tonight. And then we go straight into Warriors Nuggets, crazy game. Yeah. Then the marquee game is Celtics Lakers, crazy. Then you go Sixers Heat, which is it's eh. eh, but like you you had to include them. Yeah. But then you finish it off. But then you finish off with the Mavericks and Suns. Yeah. Two of the most firepower: KD versus Kyrie, Luca versus Devin Booker, uh, Bradley Beal versus. The third star in the Mavericks, Grant Williams. Bullock. <laughs> Bullock's gone. Like, <laughs> just absolute star-studded matchup on Christmas Day. I'm so excited. Yeah, that, that day's going to be good. I, I I expect a lot of close games. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, so that's a dub in the NBA. And then we we do Rivals Week now. So this is the second time um, they've done it. And it looks like they're switching up the Rivals. It's like... that. that that's the point. It's like, They're trying to force some rivalries on you. Yeah, yeah. Like, some of these don't really make sense. I'll run through all the rivalries real quick. You got Knicks-Nets, the New York rivalry. Lakers-Clippers, L.A. Thunder-Spurs. That one's weird. Suns-Mavericks, yeah. 
Celtics Heat, yeah. Kings Warriors, new one, yeah. I guess, yeah. Uh, Mavericks Hawks, Trey versus Luca. I guess it's kind of a stretch though. Spurs versus Blazers. <laughs> that one's that one's Garbo. It's Scoop versus Wemby, but like, uh, Heat Knicks, uh, yeah, makes sense. They've always had kind of rivalry. Lakers Nuggets, uh, not Lakers. Whoa, Sixers Nuggets and beat Jokic. Yeah, makes sense. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Lakers Warriors. Yeah, makes sense. LeBron Curry, but like, the OKC Thunder. Uh, the, Spurs. the Spurs one. Well, how do they have two? It's like Webinyama's getting love, a ton of respect. They love Wemby, and it's like, well, you better hope he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, or it doesn't suck, or doesn't like, play in these games. Like, like that's a possibility. He could not be good. Yeah, for some early game, he wasn't very good. Like we like, don't know for sure how good he's gonna be. And then you're gonna play real. Pl- I mean, I guess like <laughs> the teams are playing. Like who's gonna guard him on Thunder? Lou Dort, the torture chamber. And then who's going to guard him on the Trailblazers? Nurkic? Jeremy Grant, the $40 million man. I guess. But it's uh, like, I, yeah. Like, once he goes up against, like, Jokic, Embiid, like, yeah. Giannis, like, the real player, like, he's not going to be better than yeah. that. I mean, but, like, I can't really respect any Rivals Week that doesn't have Celtics-Lakers. Yeah. Like, I get it. We're getting it on Christmas Day. But, like, it's the rivalry of the NBA. It's the history, yeah. Nothing comes close to Celtics-Lakers. Yeah, like no matter who's on the team, you always get good games from Celtics Lakers. And that they, yeah, and that they only have one. It's like why are we throwing in Portland and Spurs yeah. when we could have Celtics? Would you rather? Yeah, Portland Celtics, and Spurs Lakers. or Celtics Lakers? Celtics Lakers, hundred percent. Or you go Celtics and Sixers, who have been a major rivalry these last couple of years. Um, like I'd like that over. Uh, I, well, you gotta get like, Sixers Nuggets in But, there. like, the Lakers have to play – they have to play the Clippers, Battle yeah. of L.A. And then, like, it's LeBron and Curry that's yeah. kind of been big. So it's like the Lakers have two rivals. Everyone hates the Lakers. That's a problem. But which one would you take out? If you had Celtics, Clippers, and Warriors playing the Lakers, which one would you take out? I would swap the Celtics to a different day, the Celtics heat with, like, Thunder uh, Spurs, and I would take out the – uh, Blazers, Spurs. No, no. Yeah, I'll, I'll give the Lakers three games. Three of them. I'll give them three games. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, I just don't know. Give if the that's... fans what they want. Yeah. If you give them rivalry week, give them rivalry week. Yeah. Don't give. Hey, we're promoting our young guys. You can do that different. Because they do. They do play you can three give games. Top so. draft pick week, where you have one versus two, two, three versus four, four versus five, and so on and forth. You can do those marquee matchups a different week. Yeah. But this is rivalry week. This is different. And we know what happened last year with the Celtics and Lakers. We had LeBron's loss of the NBA Finals. It was a whole Chef's meltdown. Chef's kiss, bro. Yeah. And then the other game in L.A., you had Le- uh, Tatum with the go-ahead shot, fadeaway on LeBron. Just such good matchups. Yeah. They're not giving to us. For sure. Uh, and then the new thing is the in-season tournament. So Yeah, they released a schedule, which it's just like it's part of the normal schedule, so it's yeah. not really a announcement. Uh, they did this big thing Same on NBA highlight. TV where they brought up the national television games. It was like, cool. Yeah. Like, we'll watch them when they come, but like, this isn't anything new. Yeah. It, it, the only exciting thing will be like once the tournament, once the players, yeah. like the teams get in. Uh, but right now, it's just just another game. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and then, yeah, I think like we want to talk about favorite game. I think well, games I'm looking forward to are obviously the Warriors and Kings. I love. The Warriors and Lakers, those are good. 
and whenever they play, um, well, if they've never played Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant and LeBron have not played. Well, no, or the, the Warriors. Kevin Durant has never played uh, in at Warriors since his trade. Mm. So I'm looking forward to that when the Suns come to the Warriors the opening night. That'll be exciting. Yeah. Um. Anyway. What about you? What are your favorites? There's one game, obviously, that Celtics fans have marked on the calendar. Um, it's going to be a huge night. The return of Danilo Gallinari. No, I'm just kidding. It's February 4th, the return of Marcus Smart. Grizzlies at Celtics. It's going to be a huge game. It's going to be an emotional game for a lot of people. It kind of sucks that the Celtics have to go on the road and play Memphis first because then like, it kind of takes away from some of the emotion. Like, if you have that big trade in the offseason – you got to have the player who got traded come back to the team right. first. Yeah, yeah. Um, but February 4th is going to be a huge night. Marcus is the first game back in Boston. Um, it's going to be pretty emotional, uh, but I'm excited to watch it. And then the, the Dallas one. You have to look forward to that one. It's true. Grant Williams, my boy. Wish I could have kept him, but... Maybe he'll have two free throws, and he'll make both of them this time. I swear, bro. If, it, if the game's tied with point two seconds, and he makes one of the free throws... I'm not <laughs> crazy, bro. Uh, so many fun moments last year. We hope that there's more this year. Yeah, there's gonna be. I'm sure there's gonna be good moments. Like it's the NBA. It's it's quality TV. Yeah. Um, and since it's dog days, we we talk about video games. Um, <laughs> instead of real basketball, it's uh, 2K. Uh, the top players were announced. I think it was like, obviously LeBron, Steph, Giannis. Um. Embiid, Jokic of Jokic Shocker. Jokic is the first overall. He's 98. Okay. Um, and then we have Giannis, LeBron, Embiid, KD, KD, and Curry. They're all tied for second with 96. 96. And then wasn't uh, and then we have Butler. Luka, Jason Butler Tatum, Luka, Jason Tatum, and Jimmy Butler in 95. Yeah. That, the Butler one is just recency bias. But. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Uh, it's <laughs> Jimmy Butler being 95 is wild. Yeah. And then Wemby, what is he rated? He's an 84. Yeah, it's, it's for having not played an NBA minute. It's crazy. Like any rookie should be under eighty, unless like until the season, because they update yeah. the rate rankings. Yeah, they do. So it's like yeah, I think max you should be as a rookie as an eighty. Yeah, like you should not go higher than that. I do want to say though, Kevon Looney seventy eight. That's some BS. He should be like an eighty four at least. Yeah, he's the best rebounder in the game. Yeah, there's Kevon Looney definitely got disrespected. Just... No, he is probably one of the best rebounds in the game. Like oh, him really? and <laughs> I thought um, I was being outlandish. Steven Adams, there. like no, like Kevon Looney's a dog. That's true, he is. He does his job. It's just a rebound. He does. Like him, uh, Steven Adams, Rudy Gobert, probably the best rebounders in the league. Yeah, he's kind of become like Dennis Rodman on the boards. Yeah, because he knows his he role. He tracks it. That's what makes uh, Kevon Looney so good. He it's, knows his role. It's not his height. It's it's like an art. It's yeah. like the, he tracks the ball once it he yeah. knows where to be. It's not – got to put some respect to Kevon yeah. Looney. Yeah. Like, it's not crazy. There we go. Okay. But a player that <laughs> anyway. I need to put some respect on – I've already done this whole rant to Danon. Yes. But yeah. it's Derek White. So, Luka Doncic, LaMelo Ball, wait, wait, Pat Bev. Let me just, let me just like, preface this. <laughs> He has all the stats to back it up. You're yes. not going to argue with Corey on this one. So I'm going to let him cook. So Derek White, all-defensive second-team Derek White, absolute stud, almost made first-team. There's a couple of votes shy of Alex Caruso. Luka Doncic, LaMelo Ball, Pat Bev, Ricky Rubio, John Morant, 
Shade Gilge Alexander, Victor Oladipo. All of those guards have a better defensive rating than Derek White, which is absurd to me. And the fact that Derek White's 2K rating hasn't gone up since like 2K17 is insane. He's been either an 80 or 79 every year. It's insane to me how someone can have a career year, start majority of the games, win player of the week one week when he was, when Marcus Smart was out, be an absolute stud in the playoffs, have a game winner in game six back on the That's line, true. like have all these marquee moments and get no love. And have his defense be a 65. That's Luka's awesome. is a 70. Luka Doncic has a 70 in 2K. Defense. <laughs> defense. It's insane to me. Well, and then we have to say it's just 2K. It's a terrible game if you think about it. Like, of course, everyone's going to get a basketball game because it's like the hype and you love basketball, so you want to play it. But they've never updated everything. Their graphics are the same. They, they s- have more sweat. They add more sweat. Like, it's like, come on. I've seen the same people in the stands, too. They never update the same, like, the fans or whatever. It's just the same people. And it's just, yeah, they don't take the time to put, like, effort into making it actually a great game because they know that people just buy it. Yeah. It's it's really frustrating because, like, it's just a cash grab at this point. But, like, you got to, like, love what you do at some point. Like, you got to. Yeah love the game and put some respect in the game and actually update the entire roster, not just the stars. Because, like, even though, like, it's a video game, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, but it's become they influential. They care. Like, it's, yeah, it's something become you talk influential, yeah. Like, Madden, like, NFL, like, they care about the ratings. Yeah. yeah. They want to be a higher rating. Like, it's pride thing at that point. Mm-hmm. It's like, you got to put some respect on Derek White and Kevin Looney and these guys who get no love just because they're a role player. Like, put some respect on these role players in the game. I know we're probably missing some other grievances or outrageous things. Yeah. We're just looking at our teams. But, like, there it's, 2K needs to look at the rest of the roster, not just the top 10%. For sure, for sure. Um, but, yeah, good good, uh, good point you make there. Yeah. Um, but we can talk about 2K another day. I'm sure there's going to be other things going on, other updates. But I got another fun fact for Danon. I want to try and pick his brain see if you can figure it out. So <laughs> I'm going to list off some players, and I want you to tell me what these players have in common. Okay. That's Zion Williamson, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Karis LeVert, Reggie Bullock, Troy Brown Jr., Kelly Oubre, Great Williams, and Jordan Nora. What do they have in common? Well, they don't have rings. They don't all Clay have, Thompson doesn't. They have don't rings. have all rings. I know Clay has four. He he counts them on his fingers all the time. Um, uh, it can't be something with three pointers. It's nothing to do with three pointers. It can't be something with defense. Nope. Can't be assists. Can't. Did they all go to college or something? Um, I don't know if they went to college, but that's not it. <laughs> I'm sure they went to college. Uh, it's not something with their shoes or something, Nike. Uh, I don't know. I have to like cover all the bases because I never know what these are. They've never been on a different team. Grant Williams just got traded. Okay. Uh, I don't know. 
and running out of ideas. Every player on this list is the exact same height. Ah. Six five and se- uh, three quarters inches. It's just kind of crazy. Wait, really? Like Zion is the same size. I thought. As Draymond I thought. Was. I thought Draymond was six seven. He's six five. Without shoes, he's six five and seven three quarters. Oh. I knew Clay was like the same height. It's kind of crazy to think like. Greg Williams is the same height but as Zion. I wouldn't have, yeah, I wouldn't have. Like Kelly Oubre, Zion. Was, thought he was kind of shorter, same height as like Clay Thompson. Yeah. Alberta, he seemed longer. Like it's crazy how wingspan and ability to jump vertically kind of kind of change your perception. Changes heights, yeah. All these players are the exact same height. That's that's crazy. That's yeah. wild. Which also is like my height. Where'd you exactly. find that one? Twitter. Oh, <laughs> I mean X. Classic. Yeah, Elon. But it, it's it's crazy, man. That is, that is. That's a good good stat. Yeah. You're the same height as them. Yeah, that's crazy. 6'6 six, six is a good height. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I was only 6'6. Yeah. Six, six. <laughs> but to wrap up the show, we got a legendary quote to finish off from everyone's favorite big man, Rudy Gobert. And I'm mad I didn't I didn't hear about this till today. Everyone needs to hear about it. I started bringing it up. Rudy Gobert playing for Team France. I guess Team France gave him the green light to shoot a basketball, so he shot a three and he made it. And after the game, he gave one of the best quotes of all time. He said, and I quote, Tonight, I feel like I lost my virginity. Close quote. <laughs> Rudy Gobert, you're one of a kind, bro. Like, that's wild. <laughs> uh, that, it's just because, you know, he's never known what it felt like to make it. That's a, true. A three in the NBA game. If he tried to even attempt a three in the NBA game, he would have gotten benched and chewed out by the coaches. But, I mean, it, it is a good feeling. And in his defense, like, hitting a three is, like, a great feeling. Like, you feel, you feel swagger. You're like, yeah, yeah feels, I did that. It feels good. But, like, you don't say that to the media, man. Like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> anyway. But we Those just French to, people. <laughs> Something about him. Victor Wabanyama is taking notes from uh, Rudy Gobert as we speak. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, that I mean, we covered a lot today. Um, we did a lot well, of news, uh, various around the NBA, FIBA, lots of exciting things coming up soon. We're kind of getting out of the dog days of of sports. NFL starting up, baseball is getting into the the playoff picture, which is crazy. And then the sure. NBA starts, so it's a good time. We always talk about good good times in sports. I think, you know, like, yeah. fall fall is a good time. Fall is a great time because it's starting to ramp up. You're getting excited. Before you know it, basketball and hockey are back. Yeah. And then you get into the Christmas and the holidays. And it's just I, I feel like the so two exciting. best are fall and then March Madness time. Like, around then, because everything's peaking. Like, yeah. you have the, the March Madness. You have like the you playoff. You just had the Super Bowl. You just had, yeah. Like, it's everything's perfect. And then baseball starts up then. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's a good time. And then. That follows a good time. So looking forward to that. But that's going to do it for today on Four Wins in June. We'll be back with you hopefully next week. And we'll be more consistent once school starts. We'll get back in the swing of things. And hopefully we can uh, pop this off a little more than last year. we got a year under our belt. And yes, sir. we'll start season two coming soon. Yes, sir. So we'll see you next time.